What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Progress Not Perfection, your health and fitness podcast with a little bit of life sprinkled in the mix. I'm your host, JP. We are back for another episode. Today, I want to talk about have your cake and eat it too, which you saw the title of the podcast, but the reason I want to talk about this is because over the last weekend, I put out a question sticker in my stories, and I said, how did your weekend go? How did you do? I said, did you eat like an asshole, or did you crush it? And like over 80% of people said they ate like an asshole. And when I asked them, what is eating like an asshole? What does that mean to you? What does eating like an asshole mean to you? And a lot of people said the exact same thing. Well, everything was fine until Sunday I had a slice of cake. Right? And it wasn't just one person that said something like this. It was several people who said something like this. And this made me a little sad because most people don't just eat cake on a regular basis, on a daily basis, right? They usually eat cake because they are celebrating something. They're celebrating a birthday, a wedding, right? A graduation, a sobriety birthday, right? Whatever it is, they're having cake to celebrate something, celebration. And it made me a little upset that these people felt guilty for celebrating something so beautiful, like a wedding, a birthday, whatever it is, a celebration. They felt guilty for celebrating with a piece of cake. Now, granted, if you had three or four pieces of cake, that's a different story, right? Then you, then you are, really are kind of, <laughs> then you really are falling under that eating like an asshole category. But having one slice of cake does not mean that you ate like an asshole. So let's, let's rephrase what eating like an asshole really means. What does it really mean? Because <laughs> to me, eating like an asshole means totally disregarding calories disregarding my caloric intake, I'm not tracking, and I'm usually exhibiting some sort of binging type behavior in my eating patterns. And for me, you know, I know there's some trigger foods that I usually don't have a good way of stopping eating. So this is important because when I stop tracking When I know that I'm eating like an asshole, I'm putting a a red O on the day, then I know that that I am eating like an asshole. And that is usually something that, yes, I will wake up the next morning. I'll feel guilty about it. Then the coach in me and all of the knowledge that I've learned over the years will kick in and say, hey, don't, you don't have to fast today. You don't have to eat only salads. You don't have to try and overcompensate for, you know, eating like an asshole over the weekend. All you need to do is just get back on track. That's it. Just get back on track. Whatever that means for you, whether it means maybe eating your normal breakfast, maybe you like toast with peanut butter for breakfast, maybe you like turkey bacon and eggs with some potatoes for breakfast. 
whatever it is, you don't need to skip breakfast. You don't need to punish yourself. You don't need to go out and do a bunch of extra cardio. You don't need to punish yourself for eating like an asshole. But chances are, you didn't even actually eat like an asshole. You just have such a disordered relationship with food that you think you ate like an asshole, but really you didn't. Because having a piece of cake is not going to ruin your progress. Even if you had 10 pieces of cake and that fit into your daily calories, it's not going to ruin your progress. You can still wake up the next day and get back on track. So it's not the cake that's making you fat. It's not the cake that's making you feel like a failure. It's not the cake that is causing these feelings. It is what you do and the way that you talk to yourself after having that cake. So the beautiful thing with having a balanced and healthy relationship with food is that you can have your cake and eat it too. You can have a slice of cake and not feel guilty about it. And you can track it. You can put it into your calories. And chances are, if you go into MyFitnessPal, you can find a similar entry to the piece of cake that you ate. Like, let's say you had a piece of carrot cake. I'm going to teach you guys how to track that right now. Okay. Let's say you had a piece of carrot cake. And it was a pretty big slice. What you can do is you can just search in MyFitnessPal for carrot cake. And there'll be one option that's, and I don't know, I don't know how many calories are in a slice of carrot cake, but I'm going to assume somewhere between 300 and 400 calories a slice, right? And then, so maybe the first entry is like 300. Maybe there's one that's 400. And then maybe there's one that's 500 calories for a slice of cake. Now to me, that's a lot of calories for a slice of cake. But if you don't have the nutritional information and you really want to stick to your calorie deficit, I would go for the entry that has more calories. Like choose one that has higher calories just to overestimate. So that way you know you're in the clear. That way you know you're still in a calorie deficit, right? So let's say you put in the one that's 500 calories and maybe that only leaves you with a couple hundred calories left for the day. Well, that's okay because you had your slice of cake, you enjoyed it, and there's no reason to get back on track because you didn't fall off track. You still were within your calories. Hopefully you hit your protein goals and hopefully you got in some micronutrients throughout the day. But if you didn't, that's okay. The next day you just try to include some more nutrient-dense foods. Now, this doesn't mean you have to starve yourself and eat only salads, but it does mean maybe throwing some more blueberries into your oatmeal. Maybe throw, have a big salad the next day, right? With some protein, with some carbs, with some healthy fats, right? But having a slice of cake is not the end of the world. And it just kind of made me sad. It made me sad that so many people couldn't even have a slice of cake for their daughter's birthday party without feeling guilty. I'm going to tell you guys a story about one of my clients. I will use the acronym, the letter P as her name, since she probably wants to remain anonymous, but let's say her name is P, all right? 
Now, P came to me with an extremely disordered relationship with food. She was part of the whole foods, plant-based community. There it is. That's the word I'm looking for, community. She was part of the whole foods, plant-based community. And in this community, guys, there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, health zealots that disguise themselves as like gurus, when in reality, they are justifying disordered eating. They're basically masking the information that they're preaching and teaching with disordered eating. So you can say, "Oh, I'm whole foods, plant based. I don't eat oil." I eat 80% carbs, 10% protein, and 10% fat, right? We know that this is actually not good. You want to be getting at least, you know, 20 to 30% of your daily calories from healthy fats just for hormonal function. And 80% carbs, that doesn't leave any room for protein. So these people are claiming, oh, this is the way that you know the healthiest populations ate and blah blah blah. There's no science to actually back up what they're what they're pushing and what they're promoting. And not only that, but there's a lot of fear mongering that happens within this community because it is whole foods only. So in other words, if you're eating any sort of processed foods, that goes against their ideology. And now, when you label foods as good or bad, now you you feel like a bad person for eating the quote-unquote bad foods. So having a piece of cake is off limits for your daughter's birthday party. Having a cookie at the end of the night is off limits. And if you have one, you're going to feel guilty and feel like you did something wrong or you did something bad. So any sort of dietary dogma and trust me because I used to be a big part of this kind of beliefs and these communities and you know I've been more dogmatic than probably most people in my dietary approaches so keeping that in mind this client came to me and was afraid to have a slice of cake for her daughter's birthday party Well, after working with her for almost a year, not only did she lose a bunch of body fat, she got strong, she started lifting weights again, following my programming, and she was very consistent with her workouts. She started to loosen up all of the rules and restrictions that she had around food because she had so many rules. Now, when a client comes to me in my program, I don't, I don't have rules, right? There's no rules. There are guidelines, though. The guidelines are you should be eating within your calorie range that I set for you. You should be trying to hit your protein range that I set for you. You should get some fiber, some micronutrients in your diet. You should be eating at least two cups of fruit and two cups of vegetables per day. And you should be aiming for 80% whole foods with around 20% foods that you enjoy. And those can be processed foods. They can be 
whatever, whatever you enjoy, you know. So that leaves that 20% to have a slice of cake and not feel guilty about it. To have a cookie at the end of the night and not feel guilty about it. To have an ice cream cone at the end of the night and not feel guilty about it. Because the rest of the day, you ate mostly whole foods. So this is a sustainable and balanced approach to nutrition. It allows for you to not be so dogmatic. It allows for you to have your cake and eat it too. And this is the way that me and almost 100 online coaching clients that I've coached throughout the years have found to be the most sustainable, realistic, enjoyable, and flexible way of eating. So with that being said, I hope that this episode helped you realize that you can have a slice of cake and not feel guilty about it. You can enjoy your damn life and hopefully you find that food freedom that you've always been looking for. If this episode helped you out in any way, please take a screenshot, share it on your Instagram stories and tag me in it. Please leave me a five-star review on Apple Podcasts with a written review if you're so inclined. And I will be back later this week for another episode. Love you guys, and I'll talk to you soon. All right, bye.